Welcome to the Living Hope Parent Gathering Podcast. The Parent Gathering is a weekly meeting of parents who are being trained for family discipleship through instruction and small group discussion. Listen now as we discuss principles for discipling your children. Today we're going to talk about the uh, the importance of uh, and, and some some how tos of how to raise your child to be a worshiper. I want today to be practical um, because I think often we talk about kind of the goal, but I want to kind of give you some some practical tips as well. The core idea of what I want you to un- understand today is that in order for your child to become a dedicated worshiper of Jesus, which I think is what we want, your family needs to be a devoted worshiping family. It's going to be a practice that they will carry on if it's been if it's been modeled. Studies and experience have shown that children growing up um, worshiping God in church are more likely to worship as adults and as godly parents. One of the most important things you can do is consistently take your kids to church. I loved how he uh, he talked about just the consistency. It wasn't a one moment thing. It was just over time that. That consistency is a, is, a, is, a, is a beautiful thing. And so worship is at the core of what we are to do and to, to be as, as disciples. There's a lot of verses I could go to. Psalm 95, 6 and 7 says, Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our God, our maker. For he is the Lord. We are his people, the sheep of his hand. Today I will hear his voice. Psalm 96, 8 says, Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name, an offering and come into his to his courts. Um, Hebrews 10 encourages us not to neglect getting together with the body to, to worship King Jesus. Um, Hebrews 10, 24, 25 says, let us consider how we might spur one another on to love and good deeds, not neglecting meeting together as the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as we see the day drawing near. So this is refreshing to me and encouraging to me, I think, because I recognize that even in today's world, there's this habit that some have gotten into of, of not worshiping together. And whenever Hebrews was written, whoever wrote it, same issue, same challenges. But yet God is, is faithful in that. And in the history of, of God working with his people, we see when they gather together, it's all ages that they're, that they're gathered together. A good example of this is, is in the book of Ezra. So Ezra brings people, brings the nation back from exile. They had been carried off in exile because of their idolatry, because of their sin, because of their refusal to follow after God. They continued, and so he takes them away into exile, and, and Ezra brings them back. He finds and he teaches the law, and the people understand their need for God, and there's this sense of repentance. And so, so look at Ezra, Ezra 10, verse 1, and, and this may go unnoticed, but I think it's important. It says, while Ezra was praying and made confession, weeping and casting himself down before the house of the Lord, a great assembly of men, women, and children gathered to him out of Israel, for the people wept bitterly. The whole family participated. And as you, as you read the, the previous chapter, you would say, well, this may not even fit. This doesn't even seem to be like, a, like a, an issue that the kids would deal with. It, they talked about, you know, they had intermarried with, with people who were idol worshipers and they had, had disobeyed God. And they're saying, we have, have set up immoral families and we're sinners. And you would think like, okay, this is just a thing for the parents. But the children coming together recognizing this is something that's going to, to continue on. 
And so they bring their children together, men, women, and children gathered together. And this has been the, the scriptural model. Um, and so we need to teach our children to, to worship. Remember Deuteronomy chapter 6, we often go to that. We teach our children as we walk along the way, as we, as we lead our life. I was, uh, if, you, if you know me, you know recently one of the events in our family that has, has changed us a bit is taking my oldest son to, to college. Um, and so uh, John Acuff is a, is, a, is a Christian who writes often. And he posted this short video uh, about dropping his daughter off at college. And I was like, okay, this is cool. But there was something tucked in there. He said, you know, if you want to teach your child to have a particular trait, teach them the trait, teach them the, the character, and then give them 10 years to practice it. He said, if you want a 13-year-old who is kind, teach them at three and give them 10 years to practice. If you want a kid that's responsible at 18, please dear Jesus, we do, right? At 18, we have to teach them when they're like seven, eight, nine, and then give them 10 years to practice this skill. If we want a generous 15-year-old, teach them at five and then give them 10 years to practice it. So if we want a child who will worship on their own and is excited about going to worship when they are in high school and going to college, which many of us kind of see is that's kind of the goal, then we need to teach them when they're like six, seven, eight, and then give them 10 years to practice. I was like, dang, that's, that's so helpful because yes, it has taken me and my children like a while to learn some of these things. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, we should do that. But then it doesn't magically happen. And so how do, how do we make this happen? So I have on your sheet and I want to share with you a little bit. This is from um, it's called The Disciples' Life. Um, David wrote it, so naturally it is perfectly edited and has beautiful adjectives and just flows together, together nicely. But I thought it was, it was helpful. He says, treat Sunday morning as a priority, an appointment with King Jesus and his people. It is the Lord's day and, his lay, and his, he has laid prior claim to it. Refuse to let any involvement with athletics, entertainment, or other things regularly affect your attention, attendance, and engagement with the worship gathering. And then he has a couple suggestions. Beginning Saturday night, because I don't know how you are in your home, but the things that happen on one day often roll over and, and affect the next one, right? He says, determine what time you're going to close other activities in order to, to be prepared for, for Sunday night. And what he's saying here is like, look, probably staying up till 2 a.m. if your child is a gamer on Saturday night and then expecting them to be awake, attentive, and alert on Sunday morning, probably not a great plan. Um, decide what in, a member, in, in advance what each member will wear and lay it out. I don't know about you, but sometimes there's a lot of time standing in front of the closet going, I, I, I don't know what to wear, I don't know what to wear. I don't know. Yeah, no, 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 you cannot wear cowboy boots and athletic shorts and your, your baseball uniform to church. So, so lay it out, lay it out beforehand. Set a bedtime and stick to it so everybody gets a good night's sleep. Um, end each day in, in prayer. Um, I realize that this is, it may seem a little idealistic. You're like, okay, these, some of these things are hard. Um, but this, if I think if we shoot at this goal, then as we, as we have some misses, it'll, it'll help us. Get up early enough um, that the process of getting ready is not rushed or frantic. Now I understand, if you have preschoolers or elementary people, you might have read this and go, there is not a time that I can wake up 
and have Sunday morning is not rushed or frantic or stressful or a little bit chaotic. If I'm honest with you, there's probably not a school morning in which you don't feel somewhat rushed, frantic, or chaos. Uh, begin the day with some prayer. Leave yourself enough time to drive to church so that you can have focus. It, it, play some worship music or, or scripture reading um, as, you, as you drive to, to try to get, our, to get our minds ready. Too often, we've stayed up late. We didn't plan. We're rushing out the door. We arrived to church on maybe two wheels, maybe one. I did quickly, and we're rushing in, and we're not quite ready to hear from from the Lord, but making this a, a priority. <clears throat> On the, uh, the, hand, the, the table out there, there's a handout from, uh, from Marianne, especially for younger ones, um, some helpful tips there of trying to help your child get started in, in worshiping. Um, for, for older kids, um, I would say discuss um, the, the service with your, with your kids, and not the focus is not on, did you like the second song? Was that one kind of cool? Or what do you think of the outfit of the guy who was leader? But more along the lines of what did God say today? What, what did he say to you through the music or through the sermon? Um, ask your child which, which song moved them. Again, discuss the meaning of the song. Um, encourage your, um, your, your, your child to take notes, take sermon notes. In, in the app, the, the church app, um, you can take notes in that. Um, and then you can submit the notes through email. Um, and the assumption is kind of you're sending them to yourself, but you can send your notes to your child as well. Hey, I'm going to send them to me to remind me, but I'm also going to send you what I have. Now, your child probably has email. It's like 1988. I know. They're like, wait, email? It's so old. They have to have one for school. But you could share it in that way. Um, but have some, some discussion about what did the worship service say to you? What did the worship service do in your, in your mind and in your in your heart, uh, but making it a priority to be together in in worship is a uh, is an important thing. So let me pray for us, and then we'll have time in our in our groups. So there's a, a one change. If your bridge group used to meet over here, uh, but there's an ABF that is meeting here now. So you guys are now in 224, which is over at the far end. Um, there used to be a church meeting there. They're not. They're now out and they have their own, their own site. So praise the Lord for that. So Bridge will meet over this way. And then again, Scott will be coming around, taking some video. He will not have any audio. So if you are saying, um, my child is a terror, um, I is uncontrollable, I am at my wit's end, no one will know. If you have a smile on your face, they're going to think, that person is so happy about their family, whatever. So it's just, just to get some video that kind of, that sort of shows what we do that goes with some of the, some of the testimony. And again, it'll be edited. So if you're like flailing and hitting your husband at that moment, we can cut that part out. I assume that it's going that way and not the other way. So I'm so glad you're here this morning. Next week is uh, connection week. So great opportunity to invite friends, which means breakfast. Um, and then we're going to start a two-week series starting the 18th and 24th on, 25th on um, pain and how do we um, point our families towards Jesus in times of difficulty and pain because we're all there, you know, in these moments. And so how do we think through this biblically and how do we help our children through it, which I think is more difficult than, than ourselves at times. So let me pray for us. Lord God, I thank you. Um, 
Lord, for this day, for the opportunity to, to gather together and to, to worship you. God, I pray that you would help us to, to raise our children well, to raise them to be um, passionate worshipers of you, who know you, who trust you for their salvation, who've made you Lord of their life, and who are in a regular practice of exalting your name and praising you. God, I ask that you would encourage us this morning, Lord, use us to encourage one another. God, as, as parenting is, um, it's a great reward, but it's also a great challenge on certain days. And so, Father, help us to, to be a great encouragement to each other, to uphold each other um, in your name. God, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Parent Gathering Podcast. We invite you to join us at 9.30 on Sunday mornings in room 215, where we will have opportunities for discussion among other parents. For more information about Living Hope Next Gen Ministries, go to livehopeful.com.